Hey, Sean Gaby here. Welcome to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Wherever you are listening from, we are glad that you have joined us. Please follow us on Instagram at Sean Gaby and at Supernatural Leadership Podcast and or visit kingdomculture.ca or seangaby.com for more engaging content around topics we will be discussing. As well, you would love it if you would leave a review on this podcast as it helps boost our ability to get this content out to more people. If you are new with us today, just want to inform you that we will be releasing a new episode on the first Wednesday of every month and every so often a bonus episode. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can keep up to date with every episode. There are so many great leadership podcasts out there and truthfully, I love so many of them. So why supernatural leadership? Really, it's the difference between presence and principle as we discuss in episode one. The very first episode of this podcast really sets the tone for the why and purpose for this podcast. I would encourage you to have a listen if you haven't already. Simply put, we believe everyone has a leader within them at some capacity. Whether you're a CEO, non-for-profit director, media mogul, church leader, pastor, small business owner, manager of teams, a dad, a mom, and well, the list could go on. If everyone has a leader within them, why not make that leader a little more supernatural? That's the heart and goal behind this podcast, helping you connect your natural with God's super, making your leadership a little more supernatural. At the end of every episode, there will be practical activations and exercises to help us grow and mature in the various areas discussed. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. My name is Sean Gaby, and I want to say a special thank you for all the faithful podcast listeners out there that listen to this podcast every month. Thank you so much for rating it, for reviewing it, for subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends. It means the world to me. And I would love to see this supernatural leadership community get stronger in the year 2021. Yes, we are in 2021. And I want to say happy new year. We made it through the year 2020. Cannot believe it. It was crazy. But hopefully you came out better, not bitter. And I would actually love to hear how this podcast impacted you in the year 2020. Please message me on Instagram. My handle is at Sean Gaby, S-H-A-W-N-G-A-B-I-E. I would love to hear from you. DM me. Let me know how this podcast impacted you. Send me questions. Send me your thoughts. Send me your opinions. I'd love to be able to improve this podcast for you and see your leadership become a little more supernatural. Today for episode 18, I want to dive into something brief yet potent, and today I want to talk about the power of pressure, the power of pressure. If there was a word that could define the last year for many people, for most leaders out there, it would be the word pressure. It was a year and a season, and still is really, uh, of pressure, and there is so much power in pressure. Pressure is a good thing, not a bad thing. To the healthy leader, to the mature leader, pressure is something that only makes the leader stronger. Now, I want to read a verse that really has impacted me over the years, and it's written by King Solomon, one of the wisest men uh, as far as what scripture, uh, you know, historically states. 
Solomon, King Solomon, one of the wisest men outside of Jesus, of course, wrote this in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10, saying, if you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. Another translation says it like this, if you fall to pieces during a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. If you fall to pieces during a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Let's replace the word crisis for a pandemic for a moment. Now, before you get upset at me, because maybe your you, your life in the last season you have felt has fallen to pieces. Maybe your marriage, maybe your family, maybe relationships, your business went bankrupt. You lost everything. You lost your investments. You, you lost your job. Whatever the case may be for you, you felt like this last season of pressure, this last season of crisis called a pandemic has caused you to fall to pieces. Let me encourage you today. It's not too late to pick up those pieces and begin moving forward. Yes, it's easier said than done, but it's possible. And I believe it's part of your process. And so don't quit. Don't give up. There's a better version of you on the other side of this crisis. There's power in pressure. I believe as you pick yourself up again, moving into 2021 stronger with healthier perspective, you will be more powerful at what you do and in what you're called to accomplish in life if you don't give up. Now, I want to say this because it's very important that we understand moving into today's episode. Pressure has a way of really preparing us, building us, strengthening us, energizing and enabling us, and ultimately building our character and establishing stability. You can really see uh, what somebody's made of when they go and they come under pressure. Like I said in the opening scripture, if you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. Pressure really is a revealer. It's a magnifier. It's something that shows us our current state, our current standing, what's on on the inside of us. Pressure has a way of showing and revealing to us what's already there. It doesn't necessarily make something appear. It just shows what's already on the inside. So I believe pressure is good for this alone because it shows us our current status. Every time I feel like I'm under pressure and I feel like things are getting uncomfortable in my life or I feel like I feel like I'm falling to pieces, it makes me realize, man, I, I'm missing something. And so it causes me to want to, to lean in to whatever I have to lean into to get stronger. Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's a better planned schedule. Um, maybe it's managing my responsibilities in a different way. Whatever the case may be in every area of life, pressure has a way of becoming a powerful tool for advancement if we allow it. Now, of course, there's a different uh, uh, reality between healthy pressure and unhealthy pressure. To the unhealthy person, I believe that all pressure feels unhealthy. Everything feels unhealthy. When you're an unhealthy in an unhealthy space in life, no matter what it is that you go through, everything just feels overwhelming. Even if it's not unhealthy pressure. It feels unhealthy to the unhealthy, but unhealthy pressure to the healthy is able to be managed and literally guided in the right direction. And what I mean by that is oftentimes, I'd say most of the time when you're in a healthy place and you're encountering unhealthy pressure, whether it's at your job, 
your leader's giving you too much work to do, your boss is just, you know, giving you way too much, too many goals to hit. There's just no way you're going to hit all these goals. You know, you're under pressure at work, hitting certain goals, sales deadlines, whatever the case may be. I believe if you're healthy, you're able to manage unhealthy pressure in a way that actually allows you to come out stronger. Like I said, I believe the majority of unhealthy pressure can be managed because most unhealthy pressure when you're healthy is simply just a result of mismanaged responsibilities, lack of planning, and or a lack of communication. Sometimes you can move through as a leader unhealthy pressure by simply just communicating to your leader, communicating to your team, communicating to your employees, communicating to whoever you need to communicate to, to say, hey, listen, I just believe that we're mismanaging this right now. We could do better at planning this. Communicate it. Don't hold it. I think oftentimes what happens is we don't communicate unhealthy pressure. We don't communicate. And as a result, we start mismanaging our responsibilities. And then we start playing the blame game. I heard this a long time ago from a leader, a mentor of mine. He said this. He said, Sean, leaders do not burn out because of what they do. They burn out because of what they aren't doing any longer. And I love that because it's so easy to not own when we're not doing good handling pressure. It's easy to blame. It's easy to burn out and then blame the thing that and that as to that's the reason why we've burnt out. No, I believe we burn out because we stop taking care of what matters in our life. Like I said, he said, it's not about what we are doing that burns us out. It's about what we stop doing. So we stop taking care of our health. We stop taking care of what matters in relationships. We stop doing the things that were once valuable that allowed us to build the foundation to even handle the pressure and the purpose and the calling that we now are living. We stopped building and maintaining those things. And now we're just overwhelmed. We're stressed out. We can't handle it. We're in anxiety. It's often because we, 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 we literally sacrifice the support system to handle the pressure. So I believe that when you're a healthy leader, you can actually avoid unhealthy pressure. And, uh, and, and avoid just this blaming of it's everything else outside of me rather than owning it as a leader. I believe all healthy leaders own it. They own it. They live up to it. They man up to it. And they work it through to find a solution because this is the reality. You're never not going to have pressure. I mean, as a leader uh, of an organization, a pastor of a church – leading small business, you know, traveling around, having four kids and other things that I'm doing and, you know, things, courses that I'm taking. Uh, There's just so many reasons why I can blame uh, uh, so many things in my life that I can blame to excuse my stress or excuse my lack of character in a moment or lack of patience because I can say, well, I'm under pressure. Well, no, it's usually a mismanagement of schedule planning. I can manage this stuff if I'm efficient and if I'm on top of it. And if I make a mistake, I need to own it. This is what I want to encourage all supernatural leaders out there. Own it when you're under pressure because there's power in pressure. There was a study done that uh, where they put two trees in two different situations, the same tree planted them the same day, one outside in the elements and one inside in a controlled environment, a protected environment. 
And one inside, of course, had no pressure, had no wind, had no storms, you know, had sunlight and water, heat, and all that it needed to grow, but its root systems did not grow very deep, whereas the tree on the outside that was in the elements around the wind, in the storms, you know, in the sunlight, had the ability through pressure, through adversity, through resistance, tension, had the ability to grow its root system stronger. There was power in pressure. It actually grew the root system stronger so that when storms came, it wasn't easily uprooted. Whereas if you took the tree that was on the inside of the greenhouse, put it on the outside, first storm, guaranteed that tree would be uprooted. So pressure is good. It's good. It reveals what's already there, but it also provokes what needs to be so that we can be a stronger version of ourselves, which brings me to the three points that I want to share today. Three points that I believe pressure does that's good for the supernatural leader. Write this down. Number one, pressure provokes. Pressure provokes. It provokes growth. Like I said, it provokes those roots to grow deeper. There's power in pressure. How do you get oil out of an olive. You crush it. See, pressure just provokes what's already on the inside to come forth to the surface. That's like I said in the beginning, Proverbs 24, verse 10. If you fall, fail to fall to pieces during a crisis, there wasn't much to you. It simply just magnifies. It provokes what's already within and come to come to the surface. Let me ask you a question. How do you manage stress? How do you manage it? Do you lean in? Do you own it? Do you try to do better at managing your responsibilities? Or do you play the blame game? Pressure just provokes. It maybe is provoking in you that you have to work on planning. I know for me that often when pressure is provoking something negative in me, usually it's a result of a frustration that I have about, about myself. But sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to realize that, man, I need to do better at this or plan this better or, man, I'm, I'm overwhelmed right now with time and I'm not using my time wisely. I'm not stewarding my time wisely. It's simply just provoking within me what I need to work on. It's a good thing. We see it in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Uh, you know, Jesus is in a boat with his disciples. He's taught them all about the kingdom. He's given them the tools that they need to manage pressurized situations situations he's given them insight he's given them power to perform miracles and jesus says to them hey let's cross over to the other side i got something for you and while they're in the middle which is often where the pressure gets the strongest is in the middle of point a and point b in the middle when we start out we're going to launch this business it's going to be great it's going to be you know seven figures by the first year we launch the business and now we're in the middle of you know, going from six figures to seven figures, and it's hard. It's pressure. We want to give up. There's a storm. We don't know if we're going to make it. We're in the middle. That's when pressure hits us the most in any area of leadership. It's one thing to commit to something, but then it's a whole, whole other thing to keep the commitment going during the season of pressure while you're in the middle. So Jesus is in the boat with his disciples and a uh, storm hits, he's sleeping actually, he's sleeping, he's modeling what a supernatural leader should do in a storm, rest, that's the key, be in peace, the storm will pass, don't fret, don't freak out, 
Don't go wild and start doing things in your own strength and making bad decisions because you'll regret it. Learn to model after the model of Jesus who led through the storms of life by resting in the storm, finding peace. This was what Jesus wanted his disciples to do, but they missed it. And it says, actually, if you if you see it, read it in verse 40, when they wake Jesus up because they're freaking out for their lives, the storm is, they're going to sink. They feel like they're going to sink. They're going to drown. And it says in verse 40, Jesus says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? What did the storm do? The storm, the pressure, the pressure of the storm simply just provoked the current state of the disciples' heart. They had no faith in that moment, or the word is little faith, and they were in fear. Two things that I believe were a learning lesson to help the disciples grow in their supernatural leadership. The storm, the pressure just simply provoked what was already within. Now, we know the end of the story. Jesus says, peace, be still, and calms the storm. The disciples could have done that. They they had what they needed but they failed to activate. They failed to act according to the plan that I believe Jesus had for them. They missed it because of fear and because of a lack of faith. So number one, pressure provokes. Number two, pressure produces. Pressure produces. It produces good things. It produces fruit in our life. It produces what I would call performance. Now, not an unhealthy performance, um, not an unhealthy, I'm trying to perform to impress, especially when it comes to our supernatural leadership to impress God. We're not, we're not trying to perform to impress God. God has already impressed with us. Uh, he's performed on the cross. You know, it says in John, the end of John, Jesus said, it is finished. What was finished? All the works that had to be done so that we could rest in his finished work um, and cease from our performance to find salvation. He performed on the cross and worked hard to give his life on the cross so we could rest in the finished work and cease from our performance. Now, so aside from that, I just I just wanted to say that as a caveat, um, but there is an element of how pressure for our leadership allows us to perform at our best. Look at, like I said, not to impress God, but to perform at our best, to produce what I believe our supernatural leadership is called to produce. I have to say this because some of the greatest moments in my life, whether it's in traveling ministry, um, in, in, in you know mentoring moments, leadership moments, uh, whatever the case may be, even in pastoring a local church, some of the greatest moments of my life where I've seen the greatest produced fruit have come from the seasons of greatest or moments of greatest pressure. You know, I remember when I first started to go out onto the street and do uh, and, and, you know, release the supernatural or, you know, prophesy over people or move in the word of knowledge, which I've talked about in several episodes on this podcast already. But when I first started to do that on the street with cameras, let me just tell you, it added an extra sense of pressure. It was one thing to do it. No cameras were around. No one's documenting it. No one's following me around with the mic or anything. It's a whole other thing to do it when you have a mic on and a camera on. There's a pressure. But I I mean, I was always blown away at how that type of pressure. Now, obviously now it can get unhealthy 
and it can get um, it, it can get very it can get very unhealthy very fast because you feel like you have to pr- perform and produce, and you can't produce the supernatural. You have to be led by the spirit. You got to hear what God is saying. I mean, this is the whole premise of this podcast. It's not just principle alone. It's presence driven. But there was something about those moments when I would lean in, kind of like the disciples didn't do in the storm. I felt like I was in a storm of sorts. There's pressure around me. I'm going to sink. God, I can't do this. There's a camera on me. and I got to get a word of knowledge for this individual or, or God, you got to heal this person. I'm praying for them on camera. And genuinely, I wanted to see God move. And there were so many times where I would step out in this pressure and some of the most powerful powerful miracles would be produced in these moments or powerful moments would take place on the street because of the pressure of the cameras. And so pressure has a way of producing and causing us to perform at our best. At the same time, if it's mismanaged and we're in an unhealthy space, it can cause you to perform in an unhealthy, negative way. And we don't want that. I'm talking about the positive here. So let me say this. Number one, pressure provokes. Number two, pressure produces. Number three, our last point, like I said, it's going to be brief. Today, I want to give you something powerful and potent. Pressure pushes. It pushes us. It moves us into the next level. And we all, we all know this. Um, not only do pregnant uh, d- delivering moms know this when they're at their, the last part of the journey of pushing the baby out. It's a beautiful moment that takes place next, but they have to get through the push. They have to push. When they push, there's a promotion of sorts. And that promotion is enjoying the first glance of that newborn, beautiful creation. I have four children. I know what that looks like. On the other side of it, as a man, I know the feeling of pushing through the pressure, even though I wasn't the one pushing. I felt like I was at times. But pressure pushes and moves us to the next level. I remember the feeling of writing my first book, writing my first book and being on a deadline with the publisher. And there was some problems uh, with some of the edits and I had to redo some stuff. And I remember the pressure. Oh man, it broke me. It broke me because I was not just writing a book in that season. I was doing so many other things and things were happening around me. And I was also at that time, I remember when I was doing the last edit, I had this infection in my toe, couldn't walk. There was just so many things going on around me that were that was creating pressure. And the deadline that I had to, to meet to, for this publisher to get my book done uh, on top of everything was just incredible. I remember having breakdown moments from this, but that pressure, it pushed me. It drove me to get the book done on time. And I'm so thankful. It's like my babies, my, my first book. I published it eight years ago now. I can't believe it's been eight years. And uh, it's been around the world. You know, thousands and thousands of copies have been sold. And I'm so thankful for the, the, the impact that that book has had. But it would not be available today if I didn't submit in a healthy way under the pressure. It pushed me to the next level. I, you know, I, I got to say that I authored my first book. I had already produced and authored manuals and workbooks, but this was my first official worldwide distributed book. You can actually get it on Amazon. It's called Secrets of the Supernatural Life. In fact, I would say get it. If you're listening to this podcast, it's a great uh, companion to this podcast because it really speaks to all that we are about when it comes to the supernatural. So 
pressure provokes, number one, pressure produces, and pressure pushes us to the next level. Let 2021 be a year where pressure is no longer seen as a bad thing, but as a thing to produce the greatest power to propel you into your purpose in this next season. I want to give you three little activation points before we close. Number one, I want to ask you a question. I want you to write this down. How will you manage pressure this year different from the previous year? What are you going to do different? How are you going to manage it different? How are you going to see it different? Number two, how will you plan better in 2021 for the goals and purposes that are in your heart and vision? Like I said earlier, I believe a lot of pressure or what feels like unhealthy pressure at times is simply just mismanaged pressure, a lack of planning. So how will you plan better in this year for the goals and purposes that are in your heart and vision? And number three, what's one uh, what what's um, one of the main pressures, let me say this, that you've struggled with in the last year that you want to master in the year 2021? What's one of the main struggles of pressure that connects to pressure in the last year that you really want to master? I want to just take one. Don't take it all on. You know, it's hard to take all it all on at one time. Take one moment or one thing that you struggle with the most when it comes to pressure. Maybe it's scheduling. Maybe it's, like I said, planning. Maybe it's having a goal and hitting that goal. Whatever the case may be for you, what's one area that you want to master this year? Let's go after this stuff practically in 2021, realizing there's power in pressure. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast so thankful that you stopped by for episode 18. Once again, happy new year. Let's move into this year strong as supernatural leadership. See you next time. If this podcast has been an investment into your life and or impacted you in any way, we are incredibly thankful. We would love for you to join us in being able to continue bringing leadership content like this every month. Of course, it does not come without a cost and our heart is to continue bringing you more improved quality and content. If you would like to partner with us with a one-time financial gift or to sign up as a monthly partner, you can do so at kingdomculture.ca. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast.